Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social Index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the social index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Serbi Martin. She's the vice president of Greek Yogurt and Functional Nutrition for Danone North America. Danone is a certified B Corp with a mission to bring healthy food to as many people as possible. And Serbi oversees the strategy, brand marketing, business performance, and P&L for a portfolio of brands underneath Danone North America. On the show today, we talk about a number of programs that they've launched with Danon Light and Fit, launching a program called The Comeback, which is a returnship program for women coming back to the workplace, as well as their support for Dress for Success through some product innovation and new flavors and much, much more. You're going to really enjoy this conversation. And uh, I encourage you to check out the book recommendations, both in the show notes and then towards the end of the interview. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Serby Martin. Serby, welcome to the show. Thanks, Alan. I'm excited to be here and looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. And I have to ask you about the story I hear about you being an Indiana Jones Jr. adventurer. Yes, yes. So you heard um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be Indiana Jones, this like half academic, half adventure person. And I used to gather branches by a nearby creek to try to build a raft so I could sail to the source of the creek and, and like find buried treasure. Did not succeed in building a raft that worked. 
<laughs> no surprise there, but did end up trudging my way through the creek to the source, which was a parking lot behind a chain link fence. So a little bit of a bust, but didn't stop my desire to find adventures professionally and personally. No jewels or, or native speaking folks. <laughs> no, nothing like that. No, really anticlimactic um, ending to that story. But it's very telling in terms of my aspirations and the sense of curiosity. I love it. I love this story. So from those early days as an adventurer, what's been your path to becoming the vice president of Greek yogurt and functional nutrition at Danone, North America? Yeah. How much time do you have? Um, I had a pretty circuitous path, definitely some twists and turns and adventures along the way. I went from a PhD program in in comparative literature, so that's the academic side, um, to a small luxury jewelry company, to a boutique agency, to management consulting. PepsiCo, and then landed at Danone, North America about two and a half years ago. So it's been a ride. But what I love is that I think it made for a very rich and very diverse set of experiences that prepared me really well for my current role in which I find I draw on so many of the things I learned um, along the way. And what brought me to Danone were two clear reasons. One is that Danone is one of the largest B cores in the world. My own sense of values and purpose really align with Danone's mission of bringing health through food to as many people as possible. Um, so that was a really compelling reason that drew me to Danone. Um, and the second reason is that brand marketing, where I sit in my current role leading our portfolio of Greek brands, brand marketing owns the PNL at Danone. And I really love the sense of ownership I feel that comes with that sense of accountability. No, that's amazing. Well, one, I, I love the background. It's definitely a uh, art and science going on yes. <laughs> in there. Yeah, you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. And B Corp is amazing. It tell, if you don't mind, like describe what that is for listeners, just in case they haven't heard what a B Corp is. Yeah, thanks for asking. So certified B Corps are held to the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance transparency, and legal accountability. And we are certified by a third party, by B-Lab, and that lends a great deal of credibility to our sense of mission and purpose, right? So when we talk about sustainability initiatives or social initiatives, there's a level of transparency and measurement that I think sets us apart from some other organizations that may talk about those issues, but don't really have the credentials and the verification of a third party like B Corps to truly, I think, demonstrate that impact. And that level of credibility um, and transparency and measurement were, were really important to me in thinking about my next step. And I found Danone to be a huge draw as a certified B Corps. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about like, what does your role include today? It sounds like you've got a fairly large portfolio, actually. Yeah. So as the vice president of Greek yogurt and functional nutrition for Danone North America, I lead our billion dollar plus portfolio of Greek yogurt brands with PL accountability. The brands I look after are Oikos, Too Good, Wallaby Organic, and Light and Fit. I also look after our yogurt marketing efforts across all away from home channels across all our brands. So it's that portfolio of different brands at different stages of growth that continues to, I think, create for diverse sets of experiences and abilities that I think are going to further help me learn and, and build my career. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know earlier this year, the Dannon Light and Fit brand launched a program called The Comeback. 
Tell me more about this comeback program. Yeah. So on Light and Fit, we launched the comeback earlier this year, and that is a a new return to work initiative that includes a six-week paid summer program aimed at helping women reacclimate to their careers after they've taken a break. And the candidates we've hired to work on our Light and Fit marketing team this summer um, will receive training and support to further their skill development. They'll have access to mentorship. And we really want to be able to provide them an experience that will help kickstart the next chapter of their career. And after successful completion of the program, those return return shippies will have the option to apply for for full-time employment. So um, this is a way for Light and Fit to really walk the talk around supporting bringing women back into the workforce, starting with who's working on our marketing team. I mean, that's an amazing program. I mean, we've all heard through the pandemic in particular, but even before that, getting women in back into the workforce or providing those transition opportunities when they want to take a break for personal reasons, whatever, has been a huge issue. And the pandemic, I think, accelerated the issue, frankly, on a lot of families. But uh, that's an amazing program. Where'd the idea come from? Yeah, so we were paying attention to some of the same things you just mentioned, right? We were seeing the the data on how many women were leaving the workforce during the pandemic. And it showed that nearly 1 million women have left the workforce since the start of the pandemic, since February 2020. And the the drivers or reasons for that many women leaving the workforce really ranged from everything from a, a lack of paid family leave to limited childcare resources. And when women need to take those breaks, it can create resume gaps on that make it harder for them to get rehired. And given our brand's mission of helping women find their rhythm and balance in health and in life, we really wanted to be part of a solution to this problem. And that led us to think about, you know, change starting with us, right? Being part of the solution by bringing women to work on our marketing team. And that was, again, a way for us to really walk the talk and provide opportunities to support women coming to back to the workforce, starting with our own brand, with this pilot program, and then hopefully making a case to scale it further and inspire other parts of our organization, as well as organizations outside of Deno. No, it sounds like a great program. I know as part of the program, you partnered with a group, an organization called Women Back to Work. How does that partnership work, if you don't mind? Yeah. So we partnered with Women Back to Work, which is considered like the returnship expert organization. And they specialize in connecting technical career-ready women who are ready to come back to the workforce after a break. And it was really important for us on the brand side to partner with an organization that, again, had a sense of credibility and expertise that, that we just frankly don't have and could provide us with the necessary guidance and tools to set up a meaningful and successful returnship program because this was our pilot program. And so we needed that guidance. We needed that expertise. And it's been a really great partnership so far. Yeah, no, that's great. So they help, if you will, architect the program, how it how it comes together, if you will. So you didn't have to figure out that yourself. You know, they brought some program ideas and concepts and approaches from other groups, I guess, that they work with. Exactly. They've worked with a number of different organizations and companies. And so they've got this expertise and capability around how to design and tailor returnship programs for organizations to set women up for success once they're here so that truly these returnships can be a catalyst to 
jumpstart their careers, right? And not having had prior experience in these programs, we wanted to make sure we were partnering with some of the best in class organizations out there like Women Back to Work and Just for Success to lend that expertise and credibility to our initiatives. I think you just mentioned this is not your first time this year focusing on a return to work initiative. Tell me more about what you're doing with Dress for Success. Yeah, thanks for the question. So earlier this year in January, to bring attention to this issue around women who've left the workforce and supporting their return, Light and Fit partnered with Dress for Success, which is the leading global nonprofit employment resource for women. And we launched two new flavors with them, lemon cream and orange cream Greek nonfat yogurts, and donated $100,000 to Dress for Success to further support their mission. We also wanted to make sure that we were giving female talent a platform when it came to designing the new products. So we worked with a female illustrator to design the art for these new yogurt packs, which feature dress for success on them. I think it's really given consumers the opportunity to connect that their purchase can help make a difference in supporting this mission of bringing women back into the workforce. And so far, I have to say, I think the results are really encouraging. Although these two new four pack flavors have only been in market for about four months, they've already exceeded our expectations by double digits through Q1. And those sale rate expectations are just continuing to be exceeded every week that they're in market. So we're really excited with how these products that we partner with Dress for Success on are performing in the marketplace. I love it. And I can't help but say you can do good and taste good all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, that gets into another one of our brand's territories, taste good, but you can detect a pattern, right? Across our brands of putting purpose and mission authentically and transparently and with numbers more at the center of our brands, right? And that thesis of purpose leading to outsized performance doesn't need to be just proven or owned by one brand. It can certainly be repeated. And I would argue it's a great time for brands to start actioning purpose in credible, meaningful, impactful ways because consumers want to vote with their dollars. And I think these light and fit Dress for Success limited edition packs are a great example of that, as is some of the other work we've done on some of our other yogurt brands. Well, I mean, it, it do- definitely feels like, I mean, you've got the Danone as a corporate entity taking the the B Corp a stance and, and process and certification process. And that was manifesting itself all the way through to the shelf in terms of the types of companies that you're supporting or causes and programs that you're supporting both how you're getting talent into the organization, but then also how customers that want to buy your products can understand how you're doing good too. That's, I mean, it's kind of a string, if you will, all the way through the process. <laughs> that's a great observation, Alan. And that's exactly the, the intention, right? Is to sort of cascade the enterprise mission of help through food to the most people possible and our B core status and translate that and tailor it to each brand, right? At the brand level, you've got to action it and tailor it in a way that's authentic to each of our brands within the yogurt business unit, as well as within the entire Danone portfolio. And I think it's a really exciting sense of of mission that the company has. Um, And we talk all the time about translating that at a brand level and tailoring it to each brand's specific consumer target and their needs and what they're looking for. 
And increasingly, we're seeing consumers are looking for purpose-driven brands that align with their sense of of values and mission and purpose, but you have to tailor it. It's definitely not a one size fits all brands or fits all consumers. Um, So we try to design programs and initiatives at a brand level that feel authentic to the brand sense of purpose, but also connect back to our Danone enterprise mission, as you pointed out. So that's intentional. That's great. That's great. And it does, I mean, it does really feel authentic to your point, to the brand. And now if I'm thinking about a portfolio of brands, like finding those authentic elements for each one that fits with the brand uh, makes it work, right? Like um, it, it makes it go and and resonate with, with consumers that you're trying to reach. That's exactly right. And, and for Light and Fit, you know, we want to be able to promote and drive awareness of our purpose with our core target consumers who are very loyal, but we also want to recruit new demographics and consumers that we've identified may have some, you know, potential affinity for our brand and for our products. And so we're thinking about not only strategic new product launches and purpose-driven storytelling, but really embedding and connecting the sense of the brand's purpose of helping women find balance in their everyday lives. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss with the offerings of our our portfolio of products. And so you really see that come through really in everything we do, right? From our innovation launches to our communications platforms to our influencer partnerships, we're constantly looking for ways to authentically connect the dots between our purpose, our products, and our consumer needs. Rallying all of those marketing levers, if you will, around this purpose probably provides some level of real sharp focus internally, I would think too, for the folks that are working on the brand itself. It's a great point. And and I've seen our team really rally and get inspired behind this initiative, right? So internally, we post about this initiative. Um, We see the level of excitement and engagement that these programs are creating within our broader Danone organization. And that's really incredible to see. It's really validating and it gives us reason to believe that we could potentially scale this program further within the organization since this is this is just the pilot. I also think we're just getting started, right? So I think there's a lot of ways in which we can further embed our purpose around supporting women, finding that healthy balance and rhythm in, in their health and in their life. Um, through more of our initiatives that are coming down the pipeline. So programs like the Partnership with Dress for Success and the Comeback Program with Women Back to Work, in my mind, we're, we're at the beginning of that journey. So we have a sense of focus and purpose, but we have, I think, a lot more room to expand that 
across many of our marketing platforms and channels. So stay tuned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I mean, we've, I've talked about purpose a number of times with other guests that have been on the show. And I have to say, I mean, I applaud your efforts because I think next to one other organization, which is a startup, I think you guys have executed on purpose across the entire spectrum. You know, so like corporate objectives to employee engagement to external stakeholders and, and initiatives that you're trying to drive for society benefit, coupled with brand and customer engagement. It's rare that I see examples that hit on all of those. And I think you guys are um, are doing a pretty phenomenal job doing that. So especially, and it's really hard for a large company to do that, right? Like, unless it's to your earlier point at the start of the interview around Danone and, and it being a B Corp and kind of embedded in its mission is to do do things a little differently, a little better. So anyway, I just applaud your efforts. I think that's really, really interesting. Thanks, Alan. Really, really appreciate that. We are trying <laughs> for sure. And I find that the values and that sense of mission we have at a Danone enterprise level give us a great deal of permission and a, a sense of empowerment to sort of run with those things at the brand level um, and to feel a real sense of ownership to, to drive it. So um, I would say that's been a catalyst for a lot of the initiatives on Light and Fit, as well as on some of our other brands. So I credit the company in large part to enabling that sense of empowerment and trusting our brand teams to run with these ideas and make them real. Well, one of the things we like to do besides talk about business is get to know the person a little bit more. We already know that you were an early adventurer <laughs> and had some interesting experiences there. But my favorite question to ask everyone that comes on the show is what experience of your past defines or makes up who you are today? Yeah, it's it's a good question. So I had a really defining experience as a preteen when I lived with my grandparents for a summer in India, in, in Delhi, the capital. And they had this like really nice, comfortable, large house in Delhi where I lived. And down the block was this large makeshift slum. I used to watch people, especially kids, walk down the block and was just really shocked by the contrast between their circumstances and mine. And I, I didn't have words like income inequality at that age, but something just felt wrong to me about that difference in circumstance and, and way of living. And I, I thought of it as unfair because it, it seemed like an accident of birth <laughs> that resulted in such a stark difference in contrast in living standards. And because it felt like an accident, I just developed this sense of like responsibility to do something, to give back somehow. And after that trip, when I returned to my parents' house where I you know, lived full-time to, to Atlanta, where I grew up, I started a volunteer program at my school to make and serve meals at a homeless shelter. And that was really the start of a lot of different volunteer and other activities that have helped me find ways to channel, I guess, a sense of guilt and responsibility and find ways to give back, even in small ways. And so it's kind of no surprise that I ended up at a company like Danone, right? A, a certified B Corps um, with a mission of, of help through food to the most people possible. And by the way, to the most people possible to me, also means accessibility, right? Like affordable, healthy food that is nutritious and good for you. And I've now been here for a couple of years and I'm really proud of trying to actively find ways to further that, that mission. And by the way, years after that experience, when I was in college, where I also studied a little bit of photography, I went back to those same slums in Delhi and I photographed 
and did a project of portraits of people who lived in those slums. And that was sort of a way for me to connect more deeply with who those human beings are when I had observed them at such a distance as a kid. And I spent time talking to them. I took Polaroids of them and gave them gave them their own Polaroids. Many of them had never had a picture of themselves before. And then I had an exhibit of those photographs back at my, my college. And it was really a way for me to share more about their story and bring some sense of humanity and understanding to who, who these people are and bridge that, that gap or that divide a little bit more. So there's a bit of a, a circular story there where I, I try to get beyond the perception and, and get to know them a little bit more. And that that has deeply defined and resonated with me. No, that's a phenomenal story. And man, I can continue to see this Indiana Jones person coming out over and over again. So like uh, you really I think you're going to live that dream yeah, of becoming yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones. I hope so I, maybe I, I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> uh, well, if you were starting this journey all over again, what would you what would you tell your younger self? What advice would you give? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't stress so much. Right. It, it's all going to be OK. I, I think I had a lot of stress earlier in my career and as, as a younger person. And I would tell myself to relax and to have more fun. And to go out and go dancing a lot more, like a lot more. That that would be the best advice I could give myself as a younger person. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Back to marketing. Is there a topic that you believe marketers need to learn more about or you're trying to learn more about yourself? Yeah. I mean, that's a hard one because there, there's like a lot of topics I think it's important to be learning more about. I personally am I'm trying to like understand and read a lot more about economic factors like inflation and the consumer price index and consumer sentiment. I think that's critical. But the one topic I'm going to really hone in on a little bit is sustainability. I'm personally, I'm not very knowledgeable, but I am trying to learn more about everything from our packaging to regenerative agriculture. And I think, you know, consumers are increasingly looking and seeking for transparency on a brand's sustainability record, right? The facts. And, And so as marketers, I don't think we can afford to not learn more and then action those learnings for our brands or for our products in meaningful, measurable ways. And again, I feel really lucky to work at Danone because as one of the world's largest certified B course, sustainability is so central to what we do, right? And I think the impact that our brands have on the environment is really important to understand. So I would encourage other marketers to first learn more about that impact and about the issues, evaluate your own brand or company's impact, and then make change happen if it's needed. And and my guess is it is, (laughs) Um, regardless of what company you're working for, there's always room for improvement on, on sustainability issues. So not an expert, but looking to learn more and looking to use that knowledge to drive more meaningful change. I like both of the topics that you highlighted. One on the economic front, I mean, like inflation and uh, the macroeconomic environment, and not to mention the the recovery of, of different cohorts of people to talk about economic, socioeconomic status and how that sometimes predetermines what's what's happening to you at this moment. But on the sustainable front, I will tell you about an organization you may already know, but for listeners to uh, this group called Sustainable Brands and Coan, who's the founder of it, who's been on the show before, they do a phenomenal job just getting marketers and various stakeholders together to educate them about sustainability in all aspects like you just described. So it might be a group to, to check out. That's great. I actually hadn't heard of them. So I'll write that down. Thanks, Alan. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Two more questions. What are there on a personal note? Are there brands or companies or causes that you follow or you think other people should take notice of? Yeah. So, so to be honest, I don't really seek out or like stock particular brands or companies. I'm much more of a generalist and I, I cast a pretty wide net by reading about a lot of things. Cause I, I love just discovering stories about people, ways of thinking approaches that are new to me. So I sort of spend my time, you know, what free time I have browsing a lot of different kinds of magazines and newspapers and books to just find ideas that stimulate my own thinking. And I find the browsing method can lead me to stumble on things I would have never sought out. So for me, it's actually been a source of inspiration and learning to take this approach. But to give you like a more specific taste, I can tell you like exactly what is on my list right now that I'm reading and listening to. So it includes the audio book of Ray Dalio's Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, chapter two there. Um, and on my nightstand, Adam Grant's Originals in the middle of that. Of that. Um, Mary Beard's SPQR, which is about ancient Rome, which is fascinating because it details sort of the history, the founding story of Rome, and then its rise and how it lasted so long as an empire. And I'm going, planning a trip with my family to Rome this summer. So I, I wanted to learn more. And then finally, the Gita. I grew up Hindu. And so for me, the Gita is a book that I like to keep by my bedside. Gotcha. No, those are awesome. That's a great list uh, and very diverse. Very yes, diverse. my tastes are eclectic, <laughs> as you can tell. Very yeah. eclectic. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I've, I've definitely read uh, the Ray Dalio book. So that's, that's a phenomenal oh, read. It's great. It's very um, technical, but very, uh, you know, good. I've been listening to it during my commute and I think I'm going to switch to the hard copy because it is very technical and the detailed references to the charts is a little hard to follow in an audiobook. So I actually was thinking last night I needed to just buy the book and and have a hard copy. Well, I'll give you one more. Not that you need more. You've already got a whole list there. But I recently was listening to the audiobook by Roger Martin, and it's When More Is Not Better. And it's a phenomenal talk about organizations and how they, um, in essence, like how this pursuit, and I think this is more the case in like the billion dollar unicorn startups, uh, this pursuit to always be bigger is not always better, right? And and it's not better for the company, the employees, or the people that you're trying to serve. And so it's this interesting dynamic uh, that he talks through. And he does it in a very design thinking approach, which I think is his kind of like hallmark of how he thinks about business. So anyway, I'd put that one on the list. Absolutely. No, that sounds really interesting. And I think very relevant actually to some of the things I think about in terms of scaling our, our purpose, right? And scaling mission, particularly around accessibility, of healthy food. So I'd be really curious to read that book and understand like arguments and counter arguments to this idea of more is not always better, right? And how that might pertain to scaling some of the, the things we've been talking about. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Well, last question for you. What do you feel like is either the largest opportunity or threat facing marketers today? Yeah. So honestly, I don't think there's been a better time to build purpose-led brands. Consumers are, as you know, we've talked about increasingly looking to vote with their dollars and support brands that are, I think, creating a very positive impact. And we're seeing this thesis of purpose leading to outsize business performance on a brand like Too Good, which is one of the other yogurt brands that I, I, I oversee. And that's grown into a 200 million plus brand since we launched it in 2019. And it was the second largest contributor to growth in the entire yogurt category last year in 21. And I think a key driver of that growth is 
the purpose-led initiatives like our One Cup Less Hunger program, where for every cup of two good yogurt you buy, we help rescue and donate food to someone in need. And to date, our consumers have helped rescue and donate 33 million meals. And so that linking and that thesis of putting purpose at the center can lead to outsized performance is being proven out at scale with Too Good, an over $200 million brand now, as well as on you know smaller initiatives like the Light and Fit Dress for Success launch we talked about earlier. And so to me, those are proof points that it's a great time. This is a great, there's a great opportunity right now to start putting an actioning purpose in transparent, measurable, authentic ways. Because given the choice, most consumers really want to vote for the brands that are having a positive impact on the environment or society at large. So I think that presents a great opportunity for marketers. I really do. I can't say it any better. So Serby, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a great conversation. Thanks, Alan. I really enjoyed it and appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with support from my team and podcast editors, sound engineers, and writers at Share Your Genius. Find them at shareyourgenius.com. If you're new to marketing today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe on marketingtodaypodcast.com and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners. You can contact me on marketingtodaypodcast.com. There, you will also find complete show notes, links to what was discussed in the episode today, and you can search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.